The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, certainly no shortage of uh, action coming through from the Holy Land today since the new government has come into effect. Uh, well, well, on the line now is uh, to give us a full update, Rolene Marks, uh, our, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I tell you, never a dull moment. Absolutely never a dull moment. So, so I, I certainly, I mean, look, we, I want you now to go through this Aria Derry issue. I mean, I was looking, well, I was looking at all the breaking news this morning on the different platforms, and, uh, yeah, there was something materializing literally uh, every, like, shall we say, couple of hours. So uh, this, the reaction to this uh, court ruling, as it, it's just evolving, and it, uh, it's just, it keeps uh, going on and on and on. So, Rolene, I mean, that being said, what what is going on with that story now? Well, this is the big uh, issue at the moment. Everybody wants to know what is going to to happen. How will the ruling yesterday, if you're not familiar with uh, yesterday's ruling, the uh, Supreme Court in a ruling of 10 to 1 uh, voted that Arya Derry cannot be a minister in the government because of previous uh, uh, criminal issues. Uh, he's been facing uh, charges and he was indicted on fraud charges, and somebody like that should not have a presence in our government. Now, his camp are claiming that it is a political decision. It's not a political decision. It's a legal decision. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just a second. That's fine. That's fine. <coughs> All the best. Uh, Don't worry. I'm, you're not the only one. I've been. I've fallen prey to that kind of situation. Yeah, I've had to have some have some water before. Uh, yeah, the carry on, Rolene, when you're ready. The frog in the the proverbial frog <laughs> in the, the the throat. So we've had this toing and froing yesterday, very uh, shortly after the verdict was given, the ruling was handed down. Prime Minister Netanyahu went to Derry's house, I think, to try and appeal to him to resign. The current Attorney General has um, advised Netanyahu to actually fire Derry, say that, you know, this disqualifies him, this ruling disqualifies him as a minister. Now, of course, there's the inevitable response from his factions in the government. We have the far right saying that, he should defy the ruling and carry on regardless. Uh, we have uh, the opposition saying that if he does not resign, he places Israel into a very difficult constitutional crisis. I mean, even though we don't have a formal constitution like South Africa does, it still creates a, a massive crisis. Uh, there have right. been recommendations that he resigns, and we've heard... Uh, just recently that there are some that are demanding that he be made alternate prime minister. I mean, what part of um, you are not allowed to serve as a minister in the government because of your um, repeated criminal convictions uh, does nobody seem to be understanding. And, you know, this, this explains, in a way, Israelis and our growing frustration with uh, the plans to reform the Supreme Court because the attitude that we're getting is kind of, uh, we are the, the, the people in power, this is what we want, and basically you just have to live with it. Um, so many people voted for us. Just remember, there's a huge, a huge uh 
percentage of Israelis, of Israeli electorates, who didn't vote for you either. Uh, mm-hmm. And you have to take that into consideration. So we have uh, what we call in Hebrew a, a massive balagan at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of demands, a lot of uh, refusals, a lot of counter demands, but uh, we believe that uh, it will be up to Netanyahu if Derry doesn't resign to actually dismiss him as a, a member of Knesset. So what does this mean for the coalition? Mm. We don't know mm-hmm. uh, as yet. Yesterday we had the threats from Shas, that's Arya Deri's faction, that uh, if this ruling goes ahead, if it's uh, uh, ruled against him, that they will walk from the coalition, which of course could plunge us into a situation of no government because that would collapse the the coalition. Mm. However, they've also said that, uh, you know, uh, we can't have Israel without a government. And then there is the other question. Will this ruling speed up the impetus to try and push through sweeping reforms? And, you know, as we speak, there are massive um, rallies being planned for this weekend again. Uh, We're going to see them in Tel Aviv, in Mm -hmm. Haifa, in Beersheba, now in the south, Jerusalem, the capital. And this is going to, this will add to it, uh, Ronin. I mean, yeah, as you mentioned before, we spoke about this, uh, well, in a previous discussion, about these uh, rallies that are going to be taking place this weekend. That would have been focusing on Ben Gavir and other issues. Now the dairy issue is is adding to it. Well, the the big issue with the rallies is the Supreme Court issue. This is the big one, and uh, mm-hmm. you can be sure that this is going to play a part in the rallies. That you know uh, you are trying to defy a, a, a Supreme Court ruling. You want to try and push these reforms so that you don't have these rulings that are holding you to account. I mean, I'm appealing to you, South Africans. Imagine that this was the situation in your country. You, thank God you've got a constitutional court, the highest mm-hmm. court in the land to make sure that there are these democratic checks and balances. But could you imagine this situation, if it were reversed, happening in South Africa? Oh dear. Uh, no, dear, dear, dear one, yeah. Oh we, we dread the thought. We dread oh the thought. <laughs> but certainly we won't yes uh, we won't fathom that thought uh, right now but uh, Roline okay uh, let's just see how that transpires I guess now everything's a wait and see with what is transpiring here and there so much developments going on at the moment uh, let, let's leave that for now because uh, we've got to move on with the the two other questions that we spoke about earlier on, um, the Israeli and Palestinian ambassadors trading barbs at the United Nations. Now, the United Nations comprises, what, a 193-nation assembly. So what transpired there now? So this is a meeting of the Security Council. This is a routine meeting. Of course, there's always a routine meeting when it comes to issues in the Middle right. East mm-hmm. uh, and in particular uh, the situation between Israel and the Palestinians. And in the meeting yesterday, Tor Venisland, who is the envoy to the Middle East, said that, uh, you know, tensions are, are, are simmering. And uh, if they are not um, sorted out soon, that we will have a, a, a serious escalation. Now, he says that uh, this is uh, largely attributed to to sanctions, that, uh, you know, this is creating a very, very difficult situation. And, of course, our ambassador to the United Nations, Gilad Erdan, mm-hmm. 
use the opportunity to decry the uh, the recent resolution that was passed. We've been speaking about it quite a lot, which will um, allow the International Court of Justice to weigh in on issues like occupation, um, annexation, uh, settlements. Now that is the terminology that is being used in the resolution and uh, not necessarily anybody else's terminology. So before I get deluges of uh, hate mail, right. <laughs> just understand that that, that is the, the, the current lexicon that is used in this particular resolution. So we've had a, a huge trading of Insults. The uh, Israeli envoy accused the Palestinians of a jihad war of multilateral terror and that terror comes in many forms and uh, it's a means by which to scare people. And uh, he said, you know, that you, you're weaponizing bodies like this, like the United Nations, like international institutions, like the International Criminal Court to right. wage a war against Israel. And uh, the Palestinian ambassador also rebutted with the, his own fair share of jabs. Be very interesting to see who, who took whose side here. I mean, okay, that that's for another discussion, I guess. But uh, maybe it'll be interesting to analyze this another time. But uh, looking at our final question of the day, uh, New York Times columnist uh, Thomas Freedom, he is now uh, urging U.S. President Joe Biden to to quote him to wade in to Israel's simmering internal crisis over the future of the judicial system and to save Israel from its current leadership. Now, why would he be weighing in on, the, in, on Israel's leadership uh, current state? At this point in time, what would this you is very, about? very dangerous. Yes. Now, I've read the the article. I've actually got it open in front of me. This is Pulitzer Prize winning uh, Thomas yeah. Friedman, who has uh, used his platform in the New York Times. Certainly, no friend of Israel to excoriate uh, the state of Israel. Now, he uh, he he's spoken about the Supreme Court. We all know the discussions around that. They're very, very legitimate uh, discussions. I've actually got an op-ed in today's South African Jewish Report giving uh, the perspective on that. But he has appealed to President Biden to weigh in, saying that he's probably the only person that can appeal to Netanyahu, saying that uh, it could be a national, an issue of uh, national security threat to to the United States. He hasn't really exactly clarified uh, how much of a national security threat he, he, he thinks it is. But he, he tries to justify it by saying that in 2015, when uh, then Prime Minister Netanyahu Yahoo, uh, along with Israel's ambassador to the United States, Ron Dermer, uh, wrote the speech for Netanyahu's ad- uh, address to Congress. They engineered it against the Obama and Biden administration and their agendas in order to see a Republican in the White House. So he basically says that, uh, you know, Netanyahu has interfered in our domestic policies and now it's your turn to interfere in his. And I just want to leave you with this final thought. It's never a good idea for any country to interfere in the domestic policies of any other sovereign state. Of course, Rolene, yeah, nobody, nobody wants that at all. Uh, yeah, you see what that leads to, what that's led to throughout the history of, uh, well, humankind. Uh, what is, what's happened with different nations and when this kind of thing happens. Rolene, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, enjoy your day. And, oh, I've just realized now we'll only be chatting to you again next week. So take care and, uh, have a blessed evening and weekend for that matter. Rolian Marks, our correspondent from Israel, bringing us the latest on what's happening in that part of the world.